but how exactly like what is the measure of work you need to do to get the job or to get recommended it's obvious like i said i branded myself i positioned myself i have my samples out there people listen and then they are convinced they have the impression that i can deliver and um, when they have a job in front of them i come to mind and they give the job the other thing that you need to be conscious about is doing a very good job why do people recommend or refer people is because they trust the quality of delivery they trust the excellence hi and welcome to the everything voice of us podcast i'm t-code an african voice of a talent from nigeria and this is my podcast where i take on voice over topics from an african perspective in this episode, I shared seven ways you can get jobs as a voiceover artist. I have applied these methods and gotten positive results, and I am hopeful they will help you achieve the same goal. Sit back and enjoy this episode. Hi guys, welcome to another episode of the Everything Voice Buzz podcast, The African Perspective. It's Tikot here again, and I'm happy to record this episode for you. Because guess what? We're going to be talking about how to get jobs in voiceovers. Now, I know that this is something that a lot of people are very concerned with, especially um, people who are just starting out in voiceovers. So I'm going to be sharing tips on how you can get jobs on voiceovers because, I mean, these tips are stuff that I've also um, used and every one of them has worked for me, although not in equal um, level of proficiency. No, that's not a word. <laughs> not in equal level of um, results, but then they all work. And it depends on the energy that you put into them as well and your capacity to deliver. So join me as we go into this topic on how we can get jobs as voiceover artists, right? All right. So before I start sharing the about seven tips that I've gathered here, there are a few things that I would like you to understand. And the first thing is that before you can start getting jobs in voiceovers, this is not a rule actually, but it's something that you should understand. Um it's very important for you to have that outlook of a voiceover artist. How do I mean? Um, nobody's going to come give you a job if they don't know that you're a voiceover artist, meaning that if you don't pose, if you don't brand, if you don't look like it, they're not going to come to you, right? So it's really important for you to take branding serious and position yourself. And probably in another episode, we're going to be talking about branding as a voiceover artist, but now we're looking at getting jobs. So branding comes first and you don't have to, it doesn't have to be so big, like so big of a deal because you're just starting. Um, and why am I saying that is that if you think about branding all the time, you'll probably not even take the steps to get jobs. You'll think that, oh, if I don't brand, I can't get the jobs and then you're stuck with your branding. So the point is try as much as you can to give an, to give an outlook that this is what you do. It's as simple as adding voice of artists to your bio on every social media platform that you exist, putting it on your status, I mean, your WhatsApp status or whatever it is that you use to communicate people that know you or people that follow you. So these are like important things to note when you're trying to um, put yourself out there. Also, having a representation, like having a, a pictorial representation or a logo or you know something that identifies with voiceovers a lot of voiceover artists would take pictures with their microphones or their headphones or in the studio or you know something that just identifies you need to be on brand to be able to get the jobs so that people can trust people can see that oh this person is a voiceover artist and identifies as one and then they give you the jobs 
Having said that, another thing you should consider before um, you can really be rest assured that the jobs are going to come in for you is having demos or samples. Um, did I say or? Yes, because some people don't have demos, but they have voiceover samples. So when clients come into their DM and they ask, can we see something you've done in the past? Can we see a demo? Can we see a sample? Just send samples and samples can be previous jobs you've done or jobs that, or, I mean, recordings that you just do and you save as something you're going to send. Because in the real sense of what a demo entails is carefully crafted. You have different, you, you, you know, you can have a demo of, say, particularly on animation, for instance, and then you have um, clips of you, you, you recording some lines different lines right in one demo so that's that's carefully crafted the production everything you can tell that this is a voiceover demo usually about 90 seconds long um, usually about 90 seconds long but when it comes to samples there i mean samples could be what you've done in the past it could be something you just recorded and you saved saved to your computer so yeah either of the two in the context of nigeria and africa i think it still works, but there are some clients that they require a demo and a demo is a demo, <laughs> but then it's still very important for you to go and make a demo because it shows just how professional you are and how you handle your business, right? Okay. So having those as well is very important. So I just talked about branding. I just talked about positioning yourself. I just talked about demos or voice samples. So. Having said all of that, now let's get into the juice of the matter, exactly how we can get jobs as voiceover artists or voiceover jobs. Seven points I listed here. And the first one on my list, in no particular order, is direct marketing. And I'm, I'm not going to try to make it sound so bogus and then you have to do this and do that. Direct marketing is as simple as reaching out to people directly and letting them know that this is what you do. Now, there are many methods that you can apply to get this done effectively, but understand that the core of direct marketing is reaching out to people and letting them know that you're a voiceover artist and you can deliver voiceover jobs. You can even include the genres of voiceovers that you deliver, but that is the idea of direct marketing. Now, some people use um, social media to do it. Some people would you know, go to social places and network and market themselves, all of this is a part of direct marketing, right? Um, now, that leads me to my second point, because I hope this is not going to be a long episode. I just want to, you know, drop it as quick as possible. That leads me to my second point, which is cold mailing or cold calling. Uh, this obviously is where people search the internet and gather the details, you know, or the contact of prospective clients or representatives of brands that they believe are sanctioned with the responsibility of handling the jobs that they're interested in doing. So for instance, you get the contact of um, an agency and you just randomly call the person and you introduce yourself and you say, this is what you do in case they have a job in these categories you're available to deliver. Or you send the person an email so you get the person's email and you introduce yourself kindly, nicely, and um, you tell them what you do. You also include links to your 
voiceover samples or demos or you upload an mp3 in the email and you send to them now most times a lot of them may not respond immediately um but then some people would see it they would respond to you and tell you okay we've seen what you're um, proposing at the moment we're not in need of a voice of our talent a voice of our artist but when we need one we're going to contact you some may remember some may not some may, it may take like months like six months a year or so but then you get you know reached back to in return so this is also a, a way of marketing yourself it's part of direct marketing but you know i just made it my number two points because it also works. So you've got the one where you do your mouth-to-mouth marketing. You're talking to people. Some people even have a card, a business card that they share with people or share to people they meet randomly or in social circles, in events and stuff like that, at events and stuff like that. So that's um, direct marketing and then cold mailing or cold calling. The third one that I have here is working or getting jobs through talent agencies, voice talent agencies. So you can get jobs where you're signed under a talent management agency. But in the context of voiceovers now, it's more like a voiceover agency. And what these agencies do is they have talents, they have voiceover artists under them who, when their job's out there and they are being reached to to do these jobs, they kind of like find the right voices that can match the job descriptions and reach out to them. And they, you know, they handle the business side of it. They handle the payments, they handle um, the production and the other business related side or technical side of the business, of the job, right? So talent agencies, they're like, um, it's like artists being signed under record labels. So that's what they do. Unfortunately, as far as I know, in Nigeria, we don't have such. Maybe there are a few that are just bringing up. I'm going I'm going to find out with time, but right now I don't think they're, they exist at all. But I know that across the continent, there are a few of them. So, and the, the good thing about talent agencies is that they're not usually um, fixated on a particular accent. So let me give you an example. If there's a talent agency in Egypt, I bet you they're going to reach out or they're going to be open to getting talent from Nigeria that can speak the Nigerian accent, you know, or communicating the West African accents. And they'll be interested in accents in East Africa, in South Africa, even outside the African continent. So um, the, the point is having a hub where there are various talents with various accents and various voice textures that are able to deliver jobs to their clients. And the clients may require different, you know, different specifications in terms of voice, range, accent, and what have you. So yes, if you're able to get yourself signed under an agency, that's a good one for you because you can get jobs internationally and you get more money, right? So that's another way you can get jobs. But before you're able to get those gigs, remember what I said. Branding is important and demos or samples, they're very important. So these things, they give you more chances to be considered by the agencies to become a talent under them. Right. So let's move on to the next one. Another way you can get voiceover gigs is by using casting sites, casting platforms. 
or casting websites, voice casting websites, <laughs> whatever one you want to pick is the same thing. What I'm saying in essence is that signing up under a website that is designed to help voice talents get jobs is another way you can get jobs. So what are the sites? Um, in another episode, a previous episode of the podcast, I kind of like split them into two. I said some are casting sites and some are pay-to-play sites. Well, they're all casting sites, but pay-to-play means that you need to pay some certain amount of money to subscribe to um, more features on those sites. And these features would include, in most cases, being able to audition for any job of your choice that appears on those sites. So this exactly is another way you can get jobs. When I started my voiceover careers, when I started my voiceover career, this was one way I really got my first few gigs, um, even though they were very low paying because of the platforms that I used then, precisely Fiverr. Nonetheless, um, first off, I'm sure there are people who earn better on Fiverr. But away from Fiverr, we have the Voices.com, Voices123, Boldago, and all of them. So you can check those out on the internet and figure out how you can be a part of them. Um, sign up. Some of them will require that you pay some dollars and some, not exactly, you just sign up and you audition for jobs. And if you're good enough, if you send a good audition, you're going to get jobs. So that's another way you can get voiceover gigs, casting sites. Number five on my list on how you can get voiceover jobs is referrals and recommendations. And this is a juicy one. Why? Because in this case, you're almost not doing anything. Someone has probably heard your voice somewhere and feels that you're the right person for a job that is around him or her. And the person recommends you to the client, right? I mean, this has happened to me a lot of times. I could just get a message. Somebody says, hi, T-Code. Um, they're talking about this in the office. And I felt the best person to handle this job. So I sent them your contact. They're going to reach out to you. And I'm like, wow, thank you so much. I appreciate. Remember, this happened because I have positioned myself and branded myself as a voiceover talent. So that, you know, takes us back to where we started. You have to brand yourself, position yourself and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, what I'm saying in essence is that recommendations and referrals are a very good way to get jobs. But how exactly, like, what is the measure of work you need to do to get the job or to get recommended? It's obvious. Like I said, I branded myself. I positioned myself. I have my samples out there. People listen and then they are convinced. They have the impression that I can deliver. And um, the day that they have an opportunity to recommend me, I come to mind. When they have a job in front of them, they, I come to mind and they give the job. The other thing that you need to be conscious about is doing a very good job. Why do people recommend or refer people? Is because they trust the excellence. They trust the quality of delivery. They trust the excellence. So if you've done a good job for a client in the past, there are high chances that that client is going to recommend you to another client that needs a similar service. So that's why it's really important for you to take every job really serious. I was in a class recently and this marketing expert was teaching us on um, a few principles of marketing. And he said something remarkable. He said, one of the easiest ways to market a product is by ensuring that the product is very good. 
So when people use a very good product, they're going to recommend it or they're going to come back. You know, there's going to be that return buying and they keep coming back for more. So um, I believe this really explains it. You need to deliver good service or good services so you get recommended the next time. And you also need to position yourself, brand yourself, put your face out there in front of people so they recommend you when they need a talent. Plus, having a good character. <laughs> because the way you treat people will make them come back or not come back. All right? So um, your relationship or let's just say business relationship, right, and communication skills, how you make your customers or clients feel, these are really important factors that will tell if they will recommend you or even come back to hire your service. Okay, so moving on quickly, another way that you can get voiceover jobs is by being a part of a voiceover community. Now, this is very, very true. There are jobs that I've gotten by being part of some voiceover communities in, in Nigeria and in Africa. You know, these jobs come and someone posts them on the community and people audition and the client reaches out to whoever the client feels is best for that job. The person could be you. But if you're not on those communities, you're probably not going to see those postings. So being a part of the community or any community that is vibrant and share opportunities is a good way of increasing your opportunities to get voiceover jobs. How can you be a part of these communities? One sure way to being a part of a voiceover community is by attending a voiceover training. Because I bet most of those training centers, most of those training institutions, if not all of them, have online communities for their for their alumni. So you can be a part of that and, of course, get job opportunities. And there are also others like um, Voice Act in Africa and maybe associations, groups, what have you. You can be a part of them and enjoy the opportunity of getting job postings once in a while. So that's it on voiceover communities. The final point here on my note on how you can get jobs as a voiceover artist is social media. Now, it seems like I've touched a bit on that when I was talking about branding and all of that. But in this case, I'm particular about how jobs are being posted on social media from time to time. And if you're following the right set of people, or if you are around the right set of con conversations, like always on voiceover-related topics online, there's a way that the algorithm is going to ensure that if there are voiceover-related things, jobs in this case, you're going to see them. So social media is a good way to get voiceover jobs. And clients sometimes, especially agencies, post voiceover gigs on social media. Maybe not so much on Instagram as you have on Twitter from what I've um, noticed, but Twitter is somewhere that I see a lot of voiceover gigs, of course. Uh, again, maybe not a lot of Nigerian gigs, but and I can't speak for the entire African community at this point, but I know that there are a lot of voiceover opportunities that pop up on Twitter. In fact, even in Nigeria, of course, yes, I've gotten a couple of them. Somebody's going to say, I need a voiceover artist that can do this tag of voiceover artist that you know. And I've gotten tagged a lot of times for stuff like that. So, yes, social media is a very good way for you to get jobs. Apart from Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, there's also LinkedIn. 
And even this morning before I came to record the podcast, I'd gotten a message from someone in the US who was looking for a voiceover artist. So if you have your LinkedIn profile set in such a way that it shows that you're a voiceover artist with the right keywords, and you also have written things about voiceovers, you know, you have shared posts. Um, the point is, if your account speaks voiceovers, it's very, I mean, there are high chances that you're going to get someone who is interested in what you do reach out to you. So you have to position yourself. You have to position yourself strategically, get the right keywords, the SEOs and stuff like that to improve your chances of, to improve your chances of being seen when a potential client is searching for a voiceover artist. So if you're, for instance, if you're a Ghanaian voiceover artist, you want to ensure that Keywords that indicates that you're a Ghanaian voiceover artist. You speak a certain accent, um, maybe the Ghanaian English and um, and other things like your ability to deliver. You've got your home studio if you've got your home studio um, and other things like you can produce, you can edit, stuff like that. Putting these things out there increases your chances of getting direct messages that someone wants to hire you. Do you understand? So um, these are ways that you can get voiceover jobs. And I guess there are more ways that you can get voiceover jobs that I have not included in this episode of the podcast. But then I believe these seven things are quite important and they will really go a long way to help you to get voiceover jobs. So if you're that person that you've done a voiceover training and you're stuck with how do I get jobs? Where's the next job coming? What's the next thing for me to do? Follow these points that I have listed and you're sure on your way to getting voiceover gigs. So a quick recap is that for you to start getting voiceover gigs, you first of all need to work on your branding and position yourself, get a demo and or voice samples that you can submit to potential clients. After doing that, you can use any of these options or I would recommend you use all of these options to get your voiceover jobs. And these options include one, direct marketing, two, cold mailing or cold calling, three, voice talent agencies, four, casting sites, five, referrals and recommendations, six, voiceover communities, and seven, social media. Well, that's it for today's episode, guys, on how to get voiceover jobs. If you enjoyed the episode, you can drop a comment if you're listening via Spotify or any other platform you're listening to, you can like, you can share with someone who may be interested. And um, of course, don't miss the next episode. So thank you guys for listening. And just before I go, one news on the table is that the APV Awards nomination is out. APV stands for the Association of African Podcasters and Voice Artists. I'm a part of APV. I'm the creative partner for APV. That's APVA. And the good news is that our nomination list is out. Contained in the nomination list is nomination categories for voiceovers, for podcasts, and for spoken words. So you can check our website at awards.apv.africa to find out the talents that were nominated for this year's APVA Awards, and you can cast your votes. So go on the website now and support your favorite voice talents by casting a vote for them. All right? Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the podcast and see you on the next episode. Till then, I'm T-Code and like I say, keep voicing and keep learning. Bye.
If you enjoyed this episode, subscribe, leave a comment and tell someone about it. Follow the podcast on everything videos on all social media platforms. Thanks for listening and see you on the next episode. This podcast is a Coded Voiceovers production.